This cheating story spans over two decades. And involves two cheating husbands and an already married fiancé. That's my wife, you asshole. This relationship is doomed. Hey, y'all, it's Lace. It's Catherine, and you found yourself in uh, Cheaty's episode. Cheaty's podcast <laughs> episode. <laughs> I think they know it's a podcast. If they've clicked on podcasts mm-hmm. and they're listening, I don't I don't think they, they think they ran across somebody's recorded sad diary. Like, wait a minute. No, I was in the middle of lemonade. <laughs> Where did this come from? Yeah, what, what? Wait a minute. I was in the middle of Adele's new album. Oh, wait. Does it come out? It comes out this week. Oh my God. Speaking of cheating and sagas, Adele's out this weekend. She's not a sponsor of the podcast, but let's just throw that out there. Mm-hmm. If we all want to like listen to a woman who's been through pain, uh, let's do that later this week. But in the meantime, while we're all waiting on Adele, Catherine, we've got not only a killer interview, but it's a two-parter today. It's two-parter. Uh, it takes place where I'm from in my home state. I always just get jazzed when something has to do with Kentucky. I don't know. Yeah. Why. <laughs> uh, and dude, this this story is unreal. I like. I'm pumped. This this is one of my yeah. favorites of the season for sure. Um, there's so it's like three stories in one. Well, there's so much that happens. Oh, it's literally three stories in one, and so many good details in between. And Catherine, this finally, it's so close. It finally touches on something we've been wanting so desperately, which is. A uh, run over a foot with the car. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we're going to tease that. This story, and I can't remember if it's in, because uh, we're recording the intro after the, we've already done the episode a few weeks ago, but uh, she she does accidentally, quote, accidentally <laughs> run over one of the cheater's feet. So we don't get a full, we don't get a whole body run over. Yeah. We haven't had a whole body yet. God, if you have a whole body story, (sighs) we be anonymous. Okay. I'll download some software and, and change your name. I mean, change your voice. Change change your voice. Change your voice. If if you don't want to admit it, like if you don't want people to find out who you are, that's fine. I, I need a whole body run over story. We do, we do, but we will tease. And like I said, don't know if it's in the first part or the second part because it's been a minute. But it's uh, it's it's definitely a foot. So really excited about that. A uh, lot of great stuff here. And here's the best part, Catherine. Um, we the 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 final story is a current story. Yeah. So you're gonna want to listen to uh, part two yeah. of this as well because this is this is live action. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Yeah. This is a this yeah. is a play. Happening in real time. It's Correct. it's reality podcasting. Reality yeah. podcasting. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't want to waste too too much time. Uh, we were in the Red Clay Comedy Festival all weekend, so uh, we're apologizing. This is coming out a little late, but if you listen regularly, you know that that's what's going to happen. We don't need to apologize. No disclaimers. We got some good good stuff we're bringing to you, and uh, y'all are going to love it. This is part one right now. Um, Catherine, or is that it? Do we all, anything else? That's it. Ready, ready for it? Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, Stephanie. Hey listener, you're about to hear a really juicy cheating story. 
Names and locations may have been changed to protect the guilty. We're not licensed therapists or lawyers. Hell, we barely have a driver's license. We're just two broke comedians who've been through some shit. And this alleged story is one-sided. If you know another side, please call our emergency redemption hotline at 888-STABBY-8. And yes, that is a real number. Now sit back, relax, and pour yourself a bowl of cheaties. Cheated? Let us know so you can go home and enjoy the rest of your summer. All right, Stabbies, we've got Stephanie in the house. Stephanie, I say in the house, I should say, we've got yeah. Stephanie on the computer in the beautiful outdoors. Because in the backyard. In, in the, the backyard. backyard. Yeah. Uh, uh, meadows upon meadows behind you, and there is wildlife behind yes. you. Farm life. Farm, Farm life. There's like a, yes. there's got a, what, is that a cow or a those horse? Are, those are cows. Look oh, at yeah. them. Oh, yeah, I see them. So our neighbor, our neighbor oh. has cows. And they're on all three oh. sides of us. Oh, I love yeah. that. Do they like y'all? Do they, I mean, they're all sitting um, by the fence. They kind of just look at us like, what are you looking at? And then I ha we have three dogs. So every now and then they'll go beyond their boundary. And I've got one little guy. He's a box of chi. And he thinks he's a big dog, but he's the size of a chihuahua and kind of looks like a boxer. So that's hilarious. He's, he's almost boxer chihuahua. Yes. That's and so. What does that even ask? look like? First of all, how did it even happen? <laughs> I was yeah. gonna say. Go ahead and ask. Did the chihuahua? Knows. Did the chihuahua knock up the boxer? I have no idea. We got him from a girl I used to work with uh, at six months old. She was like, "I'm having a baby, and we can't have this dog because he was crazy." And I was yeah. like, oh, we don't need another dog. And my husband was like, bring him home. So, <laughs> Oh, your husband wanted did. the bubby. Yes. I he wanted all three it. of them. All three of them oh. were his idea. Yeah. So I love but they, it. You're going to have to send out. us a picture later of what yeah. a boxer chihuahua looks like. He's, he looks like a chihuahua with that boxer underbite. It's really cute. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, so I cute. love it. Yeah. Oh, that's so cute. Um, okay, so, yeah, you got great scenery. It looks can I just, super comfy. Yeah. yeah. Can, can I ask? Because I have, I have cousins that live on farms, and they made this mistake one time. Do you ever have, like, a favorite cow that you get attached to, and then one Sunday morning they're not there anymore? Actually, that just happened. Not for me. Oh. Um, my mom moved in with us a couple of years ago after my dad passed yeah. away. And she – this woman, okay, this was just this oh. week, okay, they trailered up a bunch of cows, and honestly, they were just moving them from one pasture to another, but they, they share an that's, easement. That's what my dad told me to. Yeah, yeah, I know, right. So they loaded them up, and they come out by our house, and she's in tears, in tears, and I just look at her, and I'm like, Mom, how did you say you liked your steak? <laughs> because she's a huge rare steak eater i mean huge. she'd uh -huh. eat it three times a day her whole life yeah she's like i like them like, as strangers yeah yeah exactly she's like i don't like to know my food before i eat it i'm like well yeah stay away from the cow field then i don't know what else yeah. to tell you yeah exactly see yeah. i don't eat red meat so i can cuddle a cow yeah <laughs> oh. Yes, they know I'm their friend. Um, oh my gosh. Wow. Oh, yeah, that sucks. <laughs> Sorry for your mom, but that yeah. is hilarious. Yeah. She yeah. does need to learn her lesson. Yeah. She does. Uh, <laughs> don't befriend your food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, my cousins ended up naming them like, they would name them like breakfast, lunch, and dinner just right? to remind everybody constantly. <laughs> even those little calves. Oh, I told her that we need to get a calf because, you know, with the way the world's going, you just never know. It's like, we need yeah. to raise our own meat. And she was like, there's no way I could do that. I have to feed it every day and play with it every day. I'm like, no, no, you don't. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you just let it eat the ground. Just leave it alone. 
Yeah. Leave it alone and then kill it. Yeah. Oh man. That's yeah. Okay. Um, it's making me sad because I'm You're like, trying to start a transition. I I'm really like, need to transition. Speaking out of, of, of leaving it alone and killing it. <laughs> is that a good transition? That was great. Oh yeah. Oh my God. Uh, um, okay. So Stephanie, you are in, obviously you're out in the country, but you are also uh, in Kentucky. Tell us where you are. What? I am in South Central Kentucky, right close by Green River Lake. Um, I was born in Louisville. Like all the people around there, like, oh, she's from the city. We moved here. I moved here about 12 years ago with my older son. Uh And it was quite a change of pace. I wasn't, let me back up. I went to school in a small town. Like my dad married his fifth wife and we moved to Mount Vernon, Kentucky. (laughs) Girl, there was a sixth one. Don't be crazy. What? Yes. Mount, Vernon's, wow. Mount Vernon's right next to Lexington, right? Uh, it's about an hour, hour and a half south. It's oh, right down okay, Sunday. I was thinking of our sales. Okay. Yeah. So okay. Um, I was kind of used to the small town life as a teenager, but then I took one semester at EKU and I was like, you know what? This just isn't for me. I'm going to move to Louisville and maybe I'll transfer to L or something. Well, then I was introduced. I didn't drink or anything before I was 21 and I moved there a week before my 21st birthday and all those plans went down the drain. Oh, so yeah, I was in Louisville for about 15 years and then I moved here. So it was, I was no longer used to the anonymity or I was more used to the anonymity of anonymity. living in a large city. So when yeah. I moved yeah. here, it was like, if I don't know what I'm doing, it's okay. Just ask somebody else. They all know. They yeah, all yeah. know. So, and yeah. they have time. So they Lots can tell of you. It. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Uh, wow. You- okay. Yeah. So Catherine's from Louisville. I'm That's- chomping at the bit. I'm from Louisville. She's hey! so excited. Yeah, um, the cousins I was talking about, they're in Mount Washington with the farm, with the cows. That's right outside Louisville. My dad is from Bargetown, Marion County, Holy Cross, Lebanon area. Okay, well, I'm about 30 miles. I'm about 30 miles south of Lebanon. That's so funny. Okay, that's great. My mom's from Owensboro. Okay. I'm, I'm drinking out. Okay, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm down here in Georgia now, and I never we, I never get this. I never get people with Kentucky references. So oh, I yeah. I got a lot. Okay, cool. Oh, good. Wait. I'm All right. so excited for both of you. Um, okay. <laughs> let's sure. let's Lay, get... We always get callers from Georgia. Laces, they all talk like small county stuff. Like, I'm Miss Cobb County. She's like, I'm, I'm Miss Corn County. Oh and and I and, the, and I just have to sit here. So the second I get to get some some Kentucky references, I get all jazzed up. Oh all my right. goodness! I'll, I'll get, it's out of my system now. I'm ready. All you right, good? you good? And it's not. There's no Corn County at all. I call there's it Corn, corn Cobb. Corn Cobb County is what I call all right. it. Cobb County, but that's cute though that you I had tried. A cousin mm-hmm. once that was arrested in Cobb County. So, I dude, got that connection. <laughs> me and me and what is a cousin? You said, yeah. Yeah, me and your cousin have that in common. It's a great place to get arrested. Uh, Cobb County, they get everyone. They get everyone. Uh, That's the rules. Yeah. If you've been through Cobb County one time, Catherine hasn't yet, but she will. She will. Uh, (laughs) They get a little pot ready for me. Yeah, they're ready to take you in. Uh, They take everyone in at least once. Um, Okay, so... I don't know much about the story. I feel like it, from what I understand, the teaser is that it's with your current partner. Um, yes. Or, well, yes. It, this, this story spans three men in two decades. Oh, okay. All right. Well yeah. then, yeah, I'm ready to hear it. I'm excited. Catherine, get us, get us set up with Stephanie here. Okay, Stephanie, um, take us back three decades 
I think you're back in some small county in Kentucky, uh, pretty Louisville. Um, maybe you're back with the wildlife. We don't know. Where is Stephanie at this point? Uh, who is she with? Who does she want to be with? What are her plans in life? End scene. End scene. <laughs> okay. All right. So um, let me go back a little bit further than pre-Louisville. Um, as a young okay. child, I um, I was very stubborn and defiant. And it, my stubbornness cost me two grades. I was held back twice. So I was just almost 20 when I finally graduated and from high school, from high school. And of course, you know, my high school years were great. And I would go back in heartbeat and I say it all the time to my kids. I'm like, I would do high school again because it was great. Um, were were you then, in high school for six years? No, I wasn't in high school for six years. All that <laughs> took place in elementary school. Like, okay, um, okay, yeah. It was one of those situations where I was like in the fifth grade and I hated my teacher and I hated all these bratty yeah, kids. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I'm going to get back at you by not doing my homework. Yeah, you know, right, right, stupid, right. Stupid, stupid yeah. stuff. Yeah. And stupidity is a theme that has followed me throughout my life. <laughs> so it's, it's okay. But yeah, I graduated high school and a week before I turned 21, the following spring, I decided that I, college wasn't for me. I was going to move to Louisville. And my mother's, I was actually born there. My mother's family lived there. My mom lived there. Lived there. And so that was the thing to do. So I did a week before my 21st birthday. My mom, we lived in a small community uh, in Louisville called J-Town, if you're familiar, mm-hmm, Catherine. Mm-hmm. And there was a little bar, a little community bar. So my mom's like, let's go out. I'm not 21 yet. And she's like, I don't care. I'm your mother. Let's go. Okay. So I go to this bar. I meet all the people, um, get to know for friends, new friends, the bar owner, the bartenders, uh, great people. And they're like, hey, come back on your birthday and we'll buy you your first round. And I'm like, okay, great. So I go the day after. It's a Friday. There's a band. Turns out I like Southern rock music at 21. Who knew? Yeah. Who doesn't? And yeah. I'm sitting there. My mom suddenly, she's like, I'm tired. I'm going to go home. And I, we live four blocks away. I'm like, okay, no problem. Well, one of the bartenders is like, I'll give you a ride home, girl. Just stay with me till closing time. Uh-huh. You got it. Whoa. Well... And your mom was like, that's probably a good idea. Your first night out drinking yeah. and listening oh, yeah. to Southern Rock. Okay. Oh, yeah. She's like, honey, you can walk home. We're only four blocks away. I'm like, I don't think so. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, we we planned it out. The bartender chick, she's going to take me home. Yeah. And then in walks this guy. And I was like, hey, he's kind of good looking. Yeah. He makes eye contact. He's standing up by the band, you know, really cool like. And finally he walks over and he's like, can I buy you a drink? And I'm like, heck yeah. 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 What, he's like, what are you drinking? I was like, whatever you're buying. I'm drinking alcohol. alcohol. I, had had, a, I yeah. had had a few beers in my life at that point, but no liquor until that night. Oh, oh Lord. Oh, and if you've Lord. never had a carrot cake shot, I highly recommend them. They're yeah, I've never heard of that. I have oh I, bart- I bartended for 12 years and I have never heard of that, but I am not interested. sure what's in it other than amaretto and some other stuff. Yep. Got okay. it. All right. I'll For figure it out. Shot. Okay. So he's like, what are you drinking? I was like, well, I've been drinking these all night. I'll take another one of those, but whatever you're buying is fine. And we talk and we chit chat and we hang out and all the friends are like, oh, hey, we'll call him Dick because that was actually his last name. That should have been my first clue. Oh, red flag. Should have been my first clue. Yeah. So, oh, no. <laughs> Mr. Dick. Okay. And everybody knows him because he's in and out, you know, periodically with the band he said his cousin was in the band. Well, he like, is a dick, so of course he's yeah. in and out. <laughs> exactly. 
exactly. <laughs> Sorry, just had to had to say yeah. that. So it. we That's dance, good. we drink, we talk, we laugh. It's great. It's a good time. It's closing time. The bartender's like, hey, girl, I'll be with you in just a few minutes. Got to do all this stuff, and then I'll be ready to head out. So he's like, well, can I walk you to your car? And I'm like, um, apparently you missed part of the whole conversation where I told you that I was taking a ride home with the bartender. But yeah, yeah no, thanks. Yeah. Well, can I get your phone number at that time? We had pagers. So yeah. I gave him a beeper number. Being wow, you had a beeper. Yeah. So I, he goes, well, just walk me out to my vehicle. So I'm like, okay, just don't try to shove me in it or anything like yeah, that. We're yeah. fine. <laughs> yeah. So he's don't, parked right don't, next. Don't unsolved mysteries me. And we'll yeah, 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 yeah. Right. So <laughs> You're leaving bread crumbs as you walk out. <laughs> yeah. Little pieces of carrot cake. <laughs> little carrot cake shot on the yes. way. Yeah, yeah. Little glasses. Little yeah. glasses. So, you know, he lays one on me. Of course, he asked me before he could, can I kiss you, you know. And I'm like, oh. well, I'm drunk. You're kind of hot. Seem nice. Yeah. Yeah. So he does. We go our different ways. The next day I'm at work and I work for um, a small retail family owned business owned by my extended family. And I apparently had told him at some point during the evening where I worked mm-hmm. and he shows up just talking all that smooth stuff. Uh-huh. So we end up dating for about two months and then I invite him back to Mount Vernon for my sister's wedding. And he says he has to work all weekend so he can't go. That's fine. Mm-hmm. So I go and I come back on a Sunday afternoon and I'm thinking, well, there's nothing else to do. He's working, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I go up back up to the little bar where I've been every day since my 21st birthday. (laughs) (laughs) Girls, when I tell you, I hit the ground running on that day. I hit it running and slick out on the floor. Oh, (laughs) Lord. Running straight to the bar. Yeah, exactly. So I go in and there's an older lady bartending and she's like, hey, you know, how you been? Haven't seen you a few days because she's been off or whatever. Not because I didn't show up, but yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> you've been there on time. You're like, that's your, your shift. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm committed. I'm loyal to this relationship. Punch, punches in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yep. yeah. Yep. So I'm like, oh, you know, I've been doing great or whatever. And so I, she says, I hear you've been seeing Dick. And I was like, yeah. And she says, well, how's that working out for you? And I was like, well, you know, pretty good. He's really nice. Not a jerk. And uh, she goes, what about the part where he's married? Oh. I said, huh? Oh, oh, he, he's oh. Not married. Man. He said he had been married, but he was divorced. There's two kids. And she goes, well, he's half right. He's got two kids. But he's not divorced. I know his wife. And I was like, oh, Miss Lady, I've been coming in here for two months and you've been serving me alcohol on a regular and you knew I was seeing it and you didn't think to tell me. Tell she was me. like, oh, honey, yeah. everybody in here knows. That's his M.O. <clears throat> oh. Okay. Great. Well, oh, ouch. What, I, what I haven't let out of the bag yet was. I not only had never drank alcohol before my 21st birthday, but until this guy came along, I'd never even seen a penis. No. He was the first. So he was the first. And he's married. And he's married. Dirty. Did he he know that? Did you tell him that this he was gonna be your first? Yeah. Yeah. Because I went back and forth about it for like weeks. Like, I really want to, I really like you, but we just started dating. I don't really know you yet. And of yeah. course, he was just the smoothest talker ever. So, uh, yeah, part of that stupidity following me. So, no, that's that's no, just being young, young and twenty-one, and yeah, vulnerable, and, and yeah, that's just also being you young. were tw- you were twenty-one right out of high school. You weren't yeah. like 
been out in the real world for three years right. and then yeah the so yeah. you can't you can't call that stupidity yeah yeah well i smart i smartened up because i walked outside i, I borrowed a cell phone you know one of those big clunkers and I, I called him and I, he says, he says, well, whose number are you calling me on? Where are you? And I said, well, I'm at the bar and mm-hmm. I'm borrowing so-and-so's phone. And he goes, oh, well, what's going on? And I said, well, I just called to tell you that I'm done. I just found out you're yeah. married. I don't need to know any excuses. I don't need to hear any reasons why I'm done here. And yeah. he Good. tried to say something. And I was like, nope. Bye. See ya. Nope. So that was, that was the end of that. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. Good job. Oh, got it. Okay. <laughs> so oh, no. a few months later, I met this guy in the same bar. Um, uh-huh. Learn. Anyway, we were. I was like, listen, I was just in this half-sided relationship with this jackass. I don't want to be serious. I don't even want a booty call. Nothing like that. We can hang out, be friends. You can buy me all the alcohol you want. I'll be your best friend. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Four months later, I'm knocked up. Oh, and my God. Yeah. And oh, wow. my dad. Rest his soul. He was like, well, young lady, um, I know this is like the late 90s or early ni- mid 90s. He goes, I know this is a different time, but you're still my daughter and you made this bed. So you need to either get in it or get out of mm-hmm. it. So uh-huh. <laughs> what I do? I jump right in it. We got married. Oh, Lord. Yeah. You knew the guy for four months. Four Hold months. On. So oh. how, and then how quickly after the four months did y'all get married? Um, I found out. Let's see. This was around January, February of 97. We got married August. And then, okay. yeah. And then my son came along. So you knew him for eight months. Yeah. You got yeah. married and were ready to have a baby with him. Yeah. And this is how much I did not Oof. know this guy. He was an addict. I've never known anybody that even smoked weed at that point in my life. So mm-hmm. I had no idea what I was looking at. I didn't know what it what was going on. His dad ended up moving in with us when my son was about a year and a half old after his mother passed away. And he was in his 80s. He had dementia. He had all kinds of health issues and diabetes, type 1. And he had needles in the house for his insulin. Oh, no. And I took charge of making sure he had all that stuff prepared. And then it dawned on me one day that he was going through a lot of needles. Oh, yeah. You were thrown into the lion's den oh, so quickly. Yeah. So quickly. And just devoured. So yeah. finally caught on. Um, his nephew came to stay with us and he was in his 20s. And um, he was locked in our bathroom in our apartment. And I was like, wait, I don't know. His the nephew. nephew. Wait, the nephew. The nephew. Okay. okay. Yeah. I was like, I don't know what's going on here. So I called my husband. I'm like, uh, your nephew's locked in the bathroom. And he's like, I'm on my way. Don't worry. He's fine. I'm like, okay. So he gets there. He goes in the bathroom. They're locked in there together for a couple of hours. And I'm oh, like, what the hell God. is, what is going down? So finally they come out and I'm like, they're fine. I'm like, okay, maybe he had to talk him down off a ledge. I have no idea. So I go in there and I'm pulling laundry out of our laundry closet in the bathroom. And I discover a needle and a spoon and a lighter and a little baggie. And I'm like, oh, no. what is, okay, I'm not that stupid. I know what's going on now. Yeah, you're like, I've seen movies before. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I, know. Yeah. I mean, I so did that's do it a, a dare. That's heroin for yeah. sure, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Actually, no, I think it was, uh, it was uh, crack. It was something with cocaine oh. base. Yeah. Oh, well, then crack. Oh, my God. So you, yeah. so... From a year after graduating, or like a year and a half, mm-hmm. 
you've gone from uh, two years after alcohol, graduating. Yes, two years after you drinking alcohol, mm-hmm. having being a regular at a bar, mm-hmm. losing your virginity to a, a married man, yeah. being married, having a baby, and dealing with a husband and family members who are addicted to crack. You got yes. it. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. Talk about some character it, building. Yeah. You literally like had like every stage of life all at the same time. <laughs> in two years. Yeah. In so, two years. Once I found Jesus. out that, that this is what's going on, and then I start putting all the pieces together, the physical changes, know, manifestations that he was going through, mm-hmm. just everything, it started clicking into place. And I'm like, okay, he's mm-hmm. also doing these drugs. Yep. All right. My son, when he was about two, is when it really set in that this is what's going on. He was seven before I finally was able to get out of that marriage. Oh, honey. And it was toxic. It was terrible. There was a weekend when my son was about three that I was like, I have had enough. I'm not dealing with any more drugs. I'm not dealing with your bullshit. Give me a few days. I'm going to go stay with my mom. And my plan was I was going to talk to my mom and my grandparents about how the hell I'm going to get out of this. Yeah. So... Sunday afternoon rolls around. He comes to the house and he's like, please just come home. I'll quit. I'll do everything I need to do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I went mm-hmm. home with him and Ugh. on the ride home, he confesses that over that weekend, he had slept with a friend of mine. Good. I was God. Like, okay. All right. So, but he wouldn't <laughs> tell me who he just said it was somebody that I knew. I'm like, okay. So we, a few uh-huh. months go by, we go to a party at another friend's house. Well, you and you forgave him? No, 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 no. I'm bitter, girl. I hold a grudge. Okay. Nobody's business, but I just couldn't get out of the situation. You're just not yeah, out of the situation. You got, a, you got yeah. a baby. Yeah, at, at exactly. house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm rolling you, along yeah. trying to figure this yeah. out. You know, yeah. so mm-hmm. we get this invitation to go to a party, and we go. And I didn't drink that night because I was driving because he would never drive anywhere when there was alcohol involved. Forget it. He's partying till the till he can't. Mm-hmm. Sure. So mm-hmm. it's like four or five in the morning. I'm ready to go. And I finally find him in the kitchen talking to a friend of mine. And she was like, she's ready to go. Just go on home with her. You don't need to stay. You know, party's winding down. And I was like, let's go. You're either riding with me or you can find another ride. So I walked out the door and he follows me and she's following him. And he's like, I just can't stand it anymore. She said, no, don't do it. That's never good. She's who I slept with. She are you kidding me we've been hanging out we were girls man hanging out daily oh this is your friend friend yeah yeah and it's been going on well they only fessed up to the one time but i mean it it was so good i guess that he just ended up having to fess up and admit who it was i don't know wow so i'm like you know what i'm tired and at this point i don't care I don't care yeah. who you're sleeping with. So I went and got in the yeah. car and everybody's like, no, you shouldn't drive. I'm like, I am stone cold sober. I'm out of here. Yeah. You yeah. can take care of him. And I looked at her and I said, you can have him, take him with you. I'm done. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. I get in the yeah. car and I swear, I mean, I laugh about it because it was an accident, but he went to walk around the, behind the car to try to jump in the passenger seat and my foot accidentally hit the gas and I hit him and I ran over his foot. <laughs> And everybody in the place was like, oh, my God, she's lost it. She's tried to kill him. And the girl, my friend, is standing in front of the car looking like, I don't know. She's just seen, oh, my God, she's coming for me. I don't, 
Yeah, no, she yeah, you backed, up, you backed yeah. up over him. You're about to go forward over yeah. her. She jumped up on that <laughs> porch like, so yeah. fast. Oh, my God. She jumped up there. I she bet. jumped over eight stairs. No joke. Just gone. <laughs> like a freaking <laughs> antelope. Yes. Like a guilty, guilty-ass antelope. Yes. Yep. So we uh, roll along, and I no longer hadn't – we had not slept together in months – and we didn't sleep together for several years, about four years after that. And I finally was like, I don't care what I got to do. I got up all the money I could get borrowed, you know, and saved and everything. I got a lawyer. We got the divorce. We were done. Yeah, um, good, good. And then <laughs> about two years. Well, let me, don't let me get ahead of myself. So this was uh, fall time. And in J-Town, they have a Gaslight Festival every year. Yes. yes. I'm say. so sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yes. Is it called the Gaslight Festival? I was like, as soon as you said, yeah. as soon as you said you went to you from J-Town, I was like, Gaslight Fest. Yes. <laughs> okay. So we have to take a cheaties trip to Gaslight <laughs> Festival and do a whole photo shoot at Gaslight, Gaslight Festival. Festival. They got lanterns you. everywhere. Yes. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, my yeah. God. Uh, if that's not the biggest red flag, <laughs> <laughs> there's literally in the town. It's Gaslight Fest, baby. All your mistakes have happened. It's called, it's the home of the yeah, Gaslight. Yeah. Yes. yes. So Which, <laughs> going to this festival at this point, I'm, I'm newly single. My son's with my mom or wherever he was at the time. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to Gaslight, which yeah, and it's popping, <laughs> what baby. happened next is just perfect because it just fits. So yeah. I'm, I'm what some people would consider um, a karaoke queen. Like, I don't get oh. paid for mm-hmm. it, but it's my jam. I, mm-hmm. Girl, same. Can't what take are you saying? Man, I uh, love everything. Karaoke. Um, yeah. okay. Blondes to Reba, you know, just everything. Reba's so. my go-to. Fancy's oh. my go-to song yes! every single time. Mm-hmm. Every time. Yes. I'm gonna go see. I'm gonna go see Reba in uh in January. No way. Yeah. Um, so no yeah, two two of my good friends. Uh, they're friends of the pod as well. They've been on here. One was the very first guest ever on the podcast, but Chrissy McCluskey and uh, and Amber Chandler. They bought me tickets to see Reba at the beginning of 2020, okay. and it is this is the third redo of what was supposed to be that first concert so i have literally been waiting for two years yeah to see reba so i finally finally get to uh in january they finally oh that's awesome anyway yeah i'll report back it's uh yeah (laughs) very excited so i um earlier in my life there well after i moved to j-town i was a bartender at a couple of little community clubs not secret clubs but like the vfw posts Yeah. Yeah. So I was friendly with a lot of the older people in J town who were members of these clubs. So I parked at one of these places because, you know, you're supposed to park way far away and walk forever to get there. I was like, I know these people they will let me park here. So I did. And I get out and I'm like, Oh, there's karaoke. So I go on up there and I know, you know, and they're like, girl, put your song in. And I did. And it it was it's kind of funny. I sang I Will Always Love You, the Whitney version. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And side note, I got I was in a contest one gaslight festival and I won a thousand dollars on that song. Oh hell yeah. Whitney yeah. Okay. is so you're yeah. good at karaoke. That's I mean some people say so, you know. I, I know. <laughs> yeah, but anyway. You Whitney? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm at I'm at the finale, right? I'm at the end of the song. I'm gonna murder it. And yeah. I look out. And who did I see just staring a hole? Dick. No. 
Oh, the first oh, one. The first yeah. one. Oh. So I'm like, man, I just got here. Sang my first song. Fuck it. I'm out of here. So yeah. I get done. I'm like, guys, take care. See ya. I'm out. And I go to walk yeah. to my car. And halfway there, I'm like looking over my shoulder because you get that creepy feeling. Uh-huh. And there he is. He's following me in my car. And I'm like, I don't need to He's talk to you. He's just picking up the breadcrumbs that you're putting down. Picking yep. up those carrot cake crumbs, girl. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So I get to my car and I'm like, I don't need to talk to you. Just leave me alone. I've got enough bullshit going on in my life. I don't need you. Yeah, you damn sure do. You right? yeah. at this point, you no. <laughs> yeah. He was the icing on the carrot cake. Oh my god! Uh, exactly, yeah, exactly. Was, I was, I was gonna need a bottle of carrot cake, man. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like, no, no, no. Just give me five minutes. Hear me out. And I'm like, okay, go. So he's yeah. first. I'm really sorry. I should have told you we were going through a bad time. I said I don't care about your bad time. And Good. he was like, well, we've been divorced for about two years now. And I was like, oh, sure you have. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. yeah. I'll believe that, that sounds, when I see sounds it. Sounds familiar. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh-huh. So he's like, I can prove it to you. And I said, I tell you what, if that's what you want to do, go right ahead. He had no, he didn't have my phone number anymore. He had no idea where I lived anymore. Yeah. But he did, unbeknownst to me. So he shows uh-huh. up at my door one day. And I'm How- like, what oh. the fuck? <laughs> Small so, town shit, dude. Girl, yeah. yeah. So he's like, I can't find my papers. The old lady has it. Ex-old lady has it. I'm like, okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, sure. So I love that he feels that he's going to bring yeah. the divorce papers to your yeah. house. Does he think that's going to woo you into a relationship? Yeah. Like you're well, like his parole officer or something. Yeah. And you <laughs> exactly have, have documentation. Exactly. Yeah. Like it's weird. <laughs> So, and, yeah. and okay. it was so weird, but he, yeah. he's, he's like, Hey, listen, I'm having dinner with my brother. Why don't you come to dinner with us? And I'm like, Oh, okay. You know, if I'm going to be introduced to the brother, surely he's telling me the truth. Yeah. Right. Wow. So we go to dinner. I meet his brother who unfortunately has the same name as him, which I found odd until they were like, Oh no. Um, like I'm trying to think of, um, uh, um, name that's not it's the it. same like hit, both of their names were larry but one was actually just larry and the other was lawrence and his family called him Lawrence. Oh, all the time. Got, see what i'm saying got it got yeah, they both out with friends went by larry so yeah yeah it was just well i've weird. got two i've got two uncles on my dad's side it's johnny and john john so yeah like that. but but are they yeah but that's that's I get it. You're not going to name it. two of your kids in the same household right. the same name. Yeah, that's yeah. weird. It that's is weird. weird. Yeah. So okay. we go to dinner. The brother's really funny. He's great. He's a bit older. And by the end of the night, I was sucked right back in. And we Whoa. dated for about two years. He asked my dad if he could marry me, asked me to marry him. It got serious. And then, this is all post 9-11, he... Um, <laughs> The seven years that I wasn't in contact with him, he had rejoined the military and had been overseas and was injured. He was a medic and he was injured. Mm -hmm. So now at this point, he was just a reservist. So he went on the weekend warrior thing. Got it. Yeah. Um, And at some point while the the two years we were dating there, he was assigned to West Point. So he left. He went to West Point. I went several times, stayed in his barrack with him. They had private rooms. So it wasn't mm-hmm. like a bunch of guys out in bunk beds. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, met all the friends that he worked with, new friends he had made. Um, 
just all kinds of things. And then a little while after that, I was back home and he was assigned for training at Fort Knox. And at oh, wow. that time, I lived in an area of Louisville called PRP, which okay. is just a few miles up Dixie Highway from Fort Knox. So every day after work, I still worked in J-Town. I would drive all the way across Louisville home to PRP, and then I would drive all the way down Dixie to Fort Knox for like three weeks. And, okay, sorry, making sure that wasn't my husband. Um, <laughs> you guys are just my friends. No. Yeah. Um, <laughs> We went, and with the one weekend, my dad came. We had a cookout. My sister, her husband, is also in the military, and he was also at Fort Knox at that time. So we had a cookout on on post with some other soldiers and their kids. My son was there. My son has the most beautiful red hair, and he can be mm-hmm. spotted in any crowd. I know that's my kid. Yes. So he was taking all kinds of pictures of everybody, me included, included my, mm-hmm. my dad and everybody, and... uh we went to the uh, Patton Museum there with my son, and he was buying mm-hmm. all kinds of little trinkets, gold bars, keychains, just the bullshit they sell there. And yeah. a few days after that, I was down there again, and he said, hey, I'm sending a package to my friend Mel back in New York. Can you send it? I had a UPS account because of for work. He said, mm-hmm. can you send it through UPS? And I was like, sure, no problem. So This I, is your husband's asking you this. No, this is Dick. Yeah. Oh, they're they, not. They, they didn't marry. They, they didn't get married. Okay. No, we haven't gotten just married. Asked your dad. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. So, okay. I'm like, sure, no problem. I go home. Um, I go to bed that night, and I woke up in the middle of the night with just the sickest feeling. And this is where I begin to realize that I have got this intuition that will not quit. Yeah. Um, but I just have a hard time listening to it sometimes. So Mm -hmm. I wake up and I'm Mm -hmm. like, oh, I don't feel good. I feel terrible. And something is just telling me, open that freaking package. So, you know. Damn. So wild how intuition works like that. It's just, it is, it just, yeah. sometimes it gives me goosebumps how there's just certain things where you're just like, I I can't stop thinking about it. I have to do this. And, And then you're justified. Yeah. Yeah. So so I did. I opened it. And inside were all the little trinkets that he bought for his buddy Mel, um, photos of our cookout, and uh-huh. those three by five note cards, you know what I'm talking about? The little white yep. cards. Yep. Like probably 25, 30 of them where he had written out daily notes to his buddy, um, telling her how much he missed her, how much he loved her, all the nasty stuff you can think of, and how I was disgusted. And this is of, in a box that he asked you to go mail for him. But, 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 yeah. wait, wait, wait. Why is he sending her pictures of you guys at the at the? Yeah. No. Yeah. Well, he explains that these are just people, friends, other soldiers, and their families. There's a photo of my son throwing a football with my sister's husband, and apparently Mel has red hair. And he says, oh. "This is what our children are going to look like." And it's your. It's my kid. kid. Yes. Oh so, my God. Is he in the house or is he out no, of town? No, he is at Fort Knox. I am in oh. Louisville at home. So oh, my God. I, yes. I took, uh, he also had a birthday card in there for her. And I wrote big happy birthday to her in her card. And on the back of that picture where he wrote, this is what our kids will look like. I said, unfortunately, he had a vasectomy <clears throat> several years ago and there's a scar to prove it. So you will not be having any children with him, and you damn sure won't have any children that look like this because this one's mine. Wow. And yeah, I w- I made photocopies of all the note cards, front and back, Good. and I saved Good all that. Good job, stuff. got receipts. Good yes. job. That's what you yeah. got to do. 
So I went ahead the next morning. I got up. I went to work. I went to the UPS store. I mailed that sucker. And without thinking about it, when you have an account with UPS, your phone number's on file. It's on your return address label. Shit. Yeah. So a few days later, I get a phone call from a New York number. He's still in Fort Knox, so I know it's not him. Yeah. So I'm like, shit, who is this? I answer the phone, and she was like, um, is this Stephanie? And I was like, yeah. She said, this is Melody. And I said, well, I wasn't sure if your name was Melody, Melissa, whatever. But yeah, hi, yeah. Mel. So we had a nice conversation. She was very sweet. She was cons- she was younger than I was. She was barely like 22, 23. That's uh, what it goes for. You. Yeah. She was you that, back in the day. Yes. This girl. That's what it does. This poor girl had had cancer. He had visited her in the hospital and had given her some type of something in her IV that was not authorized to help her sleep. I mean, she was telling me all this outrageous stuff that was kind of red flagging for her, but, you know, she was okay. So she rolled with it. He was a nurse, remember? Well, he was a medic and now he's a nurse back in civilian life. So So is that how they met? uh, No, they actually met. In a bar in West Point, New York. Or I'm sorry, in New Windsor, New York. Wow. Yeah, which is right outside wow. West Point. But um, So he just does this. This is his pattern. It. Yeah. And a few minutes go by, we're talking, and she says, hey, speak of the devil, he's calling me. She said, don't hang up. Put yourself on mute. I'm going to three-way. I'm like, hell yeah, yeah girl. Yeah, so you are. She answers the phone and she clicks back over and I hear him go, well, how you doing? And she goes, well, I'm doing a lot better than another lady in Kentucky. And Good. he goes, what are you talking about? Well, I couldn't keep myself on mute. I couldn't stay silent. Yeah. You didn't be like, Girl, listen here, motherfucker. That's yeah. exactly what I said. I said, listen here, motherfucker. Would you, you have you've done messed up. Okay. She knows everything. I know everything about her. Um, you know, I'm pretty sure you've probably got some other girlfriends, which he did. And this is the most sickening part. I there's was, always more, by the way. If we've learned anything, there is there are always yeah. more than you think yeah. there are. There if you were, catch them with one, there's so many more. Yeah. There were three other women in Kentucky. Two of them were named Stephanie. And another one was named Melody. Now, this is where it gets diabolical. So he's got two Melodies and two Stephanies. He's got two Melodies and three Stephanies. And three Stephanies. Yeah. So there's five. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I just don't have time to do my laundry. Exactly. And I date one man. I don't understand. I don't either. Right? Get it. So it's just so much work. Yeah. Here's where it gets really disgusting. He has a niece, honest to God. Her, his niece's name is Stephanie. He of has course. a daughter named Melody. So when he's on the phone with any of us and he's saying all those sweet, loving words to any of us, we assume it's his daughter or his niece that he's really super close with. What? A yeah. psycho. So he, so he searches out women who one like he can pull the wool. Not that, that that's a type, but you know, like oh, yeah. clearly he goes to bars for younger women. Mm-hmm. Like yep. you were in your past. This yep. this melody in New York was, and then it's so specific that he searches out for women that have the name Stephanie or Melody, right? And somehow finds five five women that can fall into this that category so that can also fall under his spell, right? A little while oh, later, my God. he ends up, his training at Fort Knox is over. He goes back to West Point. Um, in the meantime, Melody has found yet another woman um, 
she reached out to me through Facebook and was like, hey, I understand you know Dick. And I'm like, Ugh, yeah, I do. Apparently <laughs> do you do. I know Dick. Yeah. 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 And so, that's just the tip of the iceberg. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. we talk and she's like, well, I'm actually married. So he's trying to persuade me to date him, but I'm happily married. So, and they work together at the hospital at West Point. She's like, I'm not willing to risk my marriage. I'm not willing to risk my job in the military. This, he needs to leave me alone. And I said, sister, you're talking to the wrong one. Cause you know, I can't make him leave you alone. Yeah. yeah. So we roll merrily along. He, uh, after you, I, but you're not dating anymore. Well, not technically. He went back to West Point and he called several times. He wrote letters. He emailed yeah. me a couple of times. And then he calls and he left me a message and he said, I'm coming back. I'm done at West Point. I'm just going to be reserved again on the, you know, once a month or whatever. And I'm done with all these women. Of course, he had the stories <laughs> how they chased him. They chased, they, you know, they yeah. wouldn't leave uh -huh. him alone. Mm -hmm. I'm like, whatever. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. This is definitely at the tail end of it. Um, let me back up. Before he went to West Point, this is the type of mentality that I'm dealing with. We went to a movie. The movie Jarhead came out in theaters. Uh -huh. So we went to see that. And there was a group of 20-something guys, a couple rows down, over from us, and they were just making the loudest ruckus ever. Mm -hmm. And of course, you know, you're watching a movie and this mess happens over here. You're going to look to see what is going on. Mm -hmm. And that's what I did. And he looks over at me and he goes, oh, well, I guess if you want one of them or all of them, I'll just leave you here. And I was like, excuse me? Because you was looked looking over at the movies. At yeah. So towards the end of the movie, he gets up. He's like, I got to go to the bathroom. I'm like, okay. A few minutes later, the movie's ending. Credits are rolling. I'm like, where the hell is he? So I go out to the restroom and I wait outside the door for a few minutes. This guy comes out and I was like, hey, was there a guy, you know, looks like this, whatever. And he was like, no, there's nobody else in there. And I was like, huh, okay, well, maybe there's another one. So I walk around for a few minutes and then I'm like, I don't know where he is. So I go out in the parking lot. His car is gone. He left you. He left me. At the movie theater. At the movie theater. I had to call he's, my mother to come and get me. He's so angry that you looked at a group that of guys who were just another, being yeah. obnoxious. Yes, that's how it was and anytime we were out anywhere. Was dating Eyes straight ahead. Four other women. Yeah. Yeah. But this so, is this is what they do. They're projecting. Exactly because it. If they're yeah. cheating all the time, they're jealous as hell. If oh, they're yeah. already doing stuff, they're mm -hmm. they're doing like if they're going to think you're going to be doing it too, because exactly. that's what they're doing. Exactly. Yeah. So I get home. My mom comes and gets me. She drops me off at home. My phone rings. It's him. He said, well, did one of them give you a ride home? And I was like, fuck you. My mom had to come and get me. You dumbass. You know, I'm, this is stupid. Why would you do this? And we argued for hours over the phone and, Ugh. you know, it, it was a never ending cycle with him. Always he would do something and then he would project it to make to twist everything that I was doing around to make mm -hmm. it look like I was the one that was in the wrong. Yeah. You know, yeah. I was looking at other guys or I was making time with somebody. If yeah. I said hello to someone, I was making time. If I smiled at someone in passing, I was flirting. So Girl, that's he. Yeah. So he was the, uh, uh, what is it? The marshal. He was the marshal of the gaslight festival. Yeah. There you the, go. Uh, See there. Yeah. Parade, parade marshal. Parade marshal. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, what's it called when you're at the, the head? Grand marshal. Like, yes. Yeah. The grand yeah. marshal. Yeah. Grand marshal. Grand marshal. The gaslight, gaslight parade. parade. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Past light parade. That's yeah. this dude. Crazy. So, man. That was before he went to West Point. After he got back from West Point, I, I, I can't explain myself and I can't even rationalize it for myself why I stayed in the relationship with him for as long as I did, even after all this happened. Um, he came back and something, and he worked for a medical facility in Louisville and it was close to my house and I would go and see him at lunch or, you know, whenever pick him up from work, we'd go do something, met all the people he worked with, knew the doctors in his office. And then one day I thought, you know what? I wonder now because he traveled so much and he actually lived in Oldham County, which is a County next to Louisville, Jefferson County, but is, was a bit far from where I lived. Yeah. Um, so whenever he was I live next to Oldham County. Okay. Yay. <laughs> so he would always come to me. Um, and he would say that his daughters were at home. So we're not going to go to his house because whatever, he didn't want to upset his daughters that he was dating again. This went on for the two years between the times that he was gone to New York and a couple other places. Mm-hmm. Um, so I never actually went to his house for those two years and it just was not sitting right. <clears throat> Oh, the intuition again. Yeah, here Mm -hmm. it comes. So I, you know, marriage and divorce records are public record. You have to pay a small fee, but you can get them. And I paid my small fee and guess what did not come? There was no divorce record for he and his wife of 20 some odd years. The same wife he had the first go round. The same wife. When you were 21. Yes. And And now you've been. Oh, during these two years, while he's at home at different times, I would go, we would travel almost every weekend. We would go to some gun shoot or we would go to some car show or a military something or other. And I met his sister's husband. I met his nephew, his brother. Um, And none of these people thought that it was weird that he was with another woman away from home for the weekend. Yeah. Would he introduce you as his girlfriend? No, my friend. This is my friend. Or not even anything. This is Stephanie. Yeah. This is my shooting buddy. That was my, I think that was the one that got me the most. I was like, wait a minute. What? Your shooting buddy. Oh, see, I I can't keep my mouth shut long enough. I'd I'd be like, no, I'm his girlfriend. That's weird. That's weird, weird. isn't it? So, and he asked your dad if he could marry you. How was he going to marry you? He wasn't. He wasn't. That was, that was playing the part, stringing me along feeding me just enough of the good stuff that I didn't pay too much attention of the bad stuff that came with it. Wow. Yeah. So he had you and four other women he was dating Mm -hmm. and he was married for 20 plus years with two children's Mm -hmm. two. So this is six women. Yep. That I know that we know of that we know of. And that doesn't include the uh, nurse or whatever she was at the hospital who was trying to, evade him oh yeah that one who yeah. was calling you and saying help me help, yeah. get him away from me yeah that's seven mm-hmm. okay actively yep holy shit okay what was the wife's name the 20-year wife name um terry stephanie stephanie her name is terry terry okay yeah. so wow. so how okay someone <laughs> let me just let me ask two two um how do you think he got away with her not knowing if he was gone every weekend? Honestly, I I don't know. There had to be some level of abuse in that relationship yeah, between them. Yeah. Or this is a kicker. She was Catholic. So maybe she well, knew. Okay. But, I wasn't going to divorce him. You know, whatever. 
I'm still going to Wait, get sorry. You in. froze for a second. Oh, you said sorry. this is the kicker. What? They were Catholic. Yeah. Yeah. So it may have been a situation where she was like, no, there is no, no divorcing. Do what you're going to do. I don't care. I, I really don't know. When I got the notification from our state capitol that there was no divorce record, I went to his work and I said, this is what came to me in the mail today. You can't lie to me anymore. Um, mm -hmm. I'm done. And as a matter of fact, I have copies of all the stuff you sent your buddy Mel. I have a scrapbook of all the trips, all the traveling that we did. He was a skydive instructor. So we did a lot of that. I have all these what, photos. What was this guy not? I mean, geez, yeah. he's he was, done everything. He's constantly busy. And that's another thing. It could have been, you know, he was always doing something, always going somewhere to do something. So maybe she just really didn't know the wife didn't know. So I said, yeah. I'm going to take all this stuff and I'm just going to go set it on your porch. Cause I know where you live. I, I've never been there, but I know where it is. Yeah. So that started a whole, whole war. I mean, I was just a terrible person and everything else. You're so, the terrible person. Yes. Wow. Yes. Okay. Because you did it, about. right? Yeah, I did. Yeah. It. So I left it on the porch Good. and I never looked back. And my best friend came to me one day and she said, Hey, we always summer at Green River Lake. She had just recently gotten married and she said, we're moving to Green River Lake. And I was like, you know what? I'm a single mom with a preteen boy. Um, mm -hmm. I really don't want to raise him in Louisville. I'm coming too. So in 2008, we moved down here and <laughs> that was in August of 2008. And in September of 2009, I was in this little bitty place called Raywick, Kentucky, right outside of Lebanon. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And there were like three bars within two blocks of each other. So we were in one, her and her husband were running karaoke and I go <laughs> in and having a great time and in walks this guy. And I was like, holy shit, who's that? Don't go anywhere until you finish all your cheaties. Oh boy, we got to stop the podcast right there. We got to break this into two. Uh, so much has happened already and you won't believe, but it gets even wilder. Uh, uh yeah. As if the details weren't already like crazy enough. And, and, and as if Stephanie hasn't already learned her lesson, she's, she's got more lessons to learn. <laughs> Involving different men, uh, current mm -hmm, husbands. Mm -hmm. And, mm -hmm. uh, I, this is, yeah. So I, I let's, uh, this part two is already available. Let's not waste any more yep. time. Get with it. And uh, yep. enjoy the rest of Stephanie. That's right. Ladies and gentlemen, we love y'all so much. Go listen to part two right now. Toodles. Bye. Bye. If you've enjoyed this episode of Cheaties, please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. Whether you've cheated or been cheated on, you've got a cheating story and we want to hear it. So please leave us a teaser voicemail at 888-STABBY-8. That's 888-782-2298. And go ahead and follow us on Instagram at Cheaties Podcast. And you can follow me, Lace Larrabee, at Lace Larrabee. Follow me, Catherine Blanford, at KBiz9. That's K-B-I-Z-Z-9. Stay stabby. Go ahead. Go to your ready-made horse. That's all you're good for.